Hey guys, it's another episode of Rebel Talk. It's real, it's raw. You guys know how it goes. Keith Raw Nation. Hey. 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 Blessed and highly favored. You can find him on YouTube under Keith Raw Nation. So let's go ahead and get into the podcast today, shall we? I want to talk about the way that we raise our kids versus the way that we were raised when we were young. Do you guys remember back when you first told your mom something that she didn't like or you told your dad something that he didn't like and and they threatened you? Especially me being a, being a woman, I know for a fact when I was younger, um, my cousins, my dad, my mom, they had all of these rules about what I better not do when it came to a guy. You better not have sex until you get 30. You better not have a boyfriend until you get, until you get 18. You can't talk on the phones to boys until you turn 16. You better not ever come in here talking about you gay. They had all of these scare tactics to make you not do things or at least to make them think that if they scared you, that you weren't going to do it, right? But in actuality, what do we do? We talked to guys on the phone when we wanted to. We had sex when we wanted to. And we did all the things they told us not to do earlier than they told us that we should do it. And we were fine, right? But what did that really create for us in the long run? It created a wedge between us and our parents or us and our guardians because we didn't want them to be disappointed in us. We didn't want to get in trouble. So as a result of that, we were afraid to be honest with them about things. And that's what I want to address today. So we all know, and I'm just going to be real. um, We all know that even when it came to things like HBO and CMX, okay, channel 14 and 15, okay, we were back in our rooms young, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, we were young watching those channels, putting the TV on pause, putting the TV on mute, okay, switching between the channels because we wanted to see what was going on in the world. (laughs) And it wasn't because our parents weren't good parents or because they weren't protecting us. It's because we were curious, right? I remember being in fifth grade, fifth grade, and we we were at PE one day running track and Two girls came to me and they was like, hey, are you a virgin? And me, I was like very naive. I was like a virgin. What is that? And then it was like, oh, that's, you know, if you have, if you've had sex or if you haven't had sex before. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm not a virgin. But in actuality, I was. I didn't start having sex until 10th grade. And that's why I'm so realistic when it comes to children. And that's why I wanted to talk to you guys so that you can be realistic when it comes to your children. Not just about sex, but about finances, friends, decisions that they make in their life. Give your kid the option to choose the way that they want to go. Instead of scolding your kid or fussing at them for making a decision that you disagree with, ask them why they made that decision, right? And this is the approach that I take when I'm raising my daughter. I don't threaten her. I don't say, you better not, you better not. Instead, I ask questions. I don't say, you better not. I tell her if she does these things, these are the consequences that she's going to face in her life. If she makes these decisions, these are the possible things that could happen. And then I let her make her decision based off of that. Even with things such as her ears being pierced or me perming her hair. A lot of people, when I tell them, you know, they say, you know, 
I see that her ears aren't pierced. Why you didn't get her ears pierced when she was a baby? Because that's her body. That's her choice. I wanted her to be old enough to understand, hey, I like earrings. I want my ears pierced before I just thought that it was cute and went and pierced her ears. I wanted her to decide, hey, I like my hair curly before I decided to just perm her hair. Same thing when it comes to her choosing her friends. I, I let my daughter have exposure to a lot of decisions that I make, to a lot of things that I learn. What I learn, I teach my daughter. As far as finances, as far as religion, as far as spirituality, as far as relationships, I don't hide the truth from her because the world does not hide the truth from my daughter. So when you're talking about dating and, and guys getting girls pregnant and guys not using protection, guys not smoking weed and things like that, guys not doing drugs and hanging out with the wrong crowd. You have to be mindful and conscious of the things that you saw when you were their age. And then you have to know that they have more exposure to things than we ever could have. They can literally Google a porn site and they can see it live and in the flesh. You know, when we were when we were young, we had to actually have porn on on VHS tapes. They can Google it now on their phones. You can only block so much because if you block it on their phone, their friends may have it at school. So when I talk to my daughter about dating and, and guys. I, I'm realistic to know that when I was in kindergarten during nap time, I was sneaking up a peck on the lips with my little crush. When I was in the fifth grade, I had a crush on a guy. And I, I never hugged him or kissed him, but I had a crush on a guy. When I was in seventh grade, I had my first quote unquote real kiss with a little tongue action. Even though it sucked <laughs> because he didn't know what the hell he was doing. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I had my first real kiss in seventh grade. I had sex. In 10th grade. So what? 10th grade, what was I? 16. So I, I'm not unrealistic when it comes to my daughter. And I don't tell her, oh, you better not talk on the phone to guys until you turn 16. You know why? Because my mom told me that. And guess what I did? Talked on the phone to guys when I was like 14, 13. Why? Because I wanted to. And my mom was not able to scare me. And it's not because I disrespected her. I love my mom. I, I, I value her opinion so high. But I did it anyway because all of my friends were doing it and I was able to get away with it. So don't what I'm saying is don't scare your kids so much to the point to where they would rather talk to a friend or a friend's parent or another family member. And they know more about your kid than you because you're so hell bent on scaring them that you don't want to hear their real view on the things that they would like or the things that they're interested in. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Y'all know I had to say it. <laughs> so when it comes to things like guys getting girls pregnant and you're out there like, oh, oh, because, you know, one of my friends were telling me the other day, they remember when they were like 17 and they had uh, they had some condoms in their pocket and they forgot and they were riding in a car with their mom and they they reached in their pocket and they didn't know what it was. So they pulled it out and the condoms fell on the car seat and the mom immediately said, oh, I don't know what you got them for. You can you can get rid of those. Y'all need to be having sex. Instead of saying, hey, son, you're having sex already or you found a little girl that you're interested in that you're thinking about having sex or have you had sex? Because if so, um, let's go to the doctor so you can get checked out. And like instead of that, she immediately got defensive. Oh, I don't know what you have those for. Do you know what you're doing? Because I know even though my mom and I are very close, when I had sex, I didn't tell my mom. When I was curious about sex, I didn't tell my mom. So when I got heartbroken, I wasn't able to tell my mom the full story because sex was involved and she was going to be disappointed in me. And Lord knows I didn't want that. 
But I was able to tell other family members that I felt like wouldn't judge me. And that and that that put a strain on me and my mom's relationship. And to a sense, to a fault, I had a bit of a resentment because I'm like, dang, if you would just listen and not threaten me, I could have told you all of this stuff. And perhaps some of my heartbreak could have been avoided. So the point that I'm making is sometimes parents are so caught up in forgetting that they were young before as well, that they they crippled the relationship that they could have with their kids. So the next time you're disciplining your kid about something, before you discipline them, think about how you felt when you were their age. Think about what you wish your parent would have allowed you to do and why you wish they would have allowed you to do that. And then you may, as a as a result of that, have a better relationship with your kid. Same thing with finances. Same thing with relationships. Same thing with spirituality. Do not think that your kid is too young to understand things. They are not. I see it on YouTube all the time. Six-year-old kids going out, killing animals to feed their family. All because that's what they've been exposed to. So here in my country, in the United States, most times we are spoiled. We make it seem like our kids are crippled. Like, you know, we, we make them subject to this to this school system and, and what the school thinks that they should be learning right now. And we forget to give them the real curriculum that we know, even when it comes to things like that. If we know the real black history, we should tell our kids the real black history. If we know how it feels to be heartbroken, we should tell our kids the real the real facts behind heartbreaks and what causes them and the importance of communication. And we also have to realize that the things that our kids are exposed to is what our kids are going to grow up and be like. I tell you, I've, I've never seen it fail. I remember when I was younger, there were some kids um, that lived in my neighborhood and each and every last one of them, when I seen them, I said, OK, like I saw a couple of girls. I said, OK, they're going to have a baby by this age. I seen the guy. I seen these guys and I said, oh, yeah, they're going to be drug dealers. Oh, yeah, they're not going to live past this age. And it wasn't me speaking negativity. It was just a cycle that I knew even as a child that the kids were going to be exposed to because of how I saw their parents living. I saw their parents constantly having men in and out the house. I saw the men that were coming over being drug dealers. I saw the music that was being played around the kids at all that at every time I turned around. And I just could tell how the kids were going to turn out because of what they was exposed to. And then also the parents laughing at the things that the kids were doing as if it was cute, as if it was cute. And in actuality, it wasn't. So be extremely mindful of the attention that you pay to your kids. Be extremely mindful of the decisions that they make and why. I have a family member. I have a little cousin. Um, she she likes girls and she's afraid to say anything about it because my family is so religious. They would disown her and talk down on her. Instead of someone sitting back asking her, hey, so I understand that you like girls. Can you tell me why you decided that? Like, why do you feel like that's going to work better for you? Instead of saying, oh, you ain't gay. You don't even know what gay is. That's not the godly way. You're going to go to hell. Talk to these kids. Ask them why. Same thing with guys. If a guy likes a guy, guys, um, fathers, don't disown your son. Don't treat him different and talk down on him. Ask him, hey, son, I noticed that you said that you like guys. Why did you why did you decide that? Ask these kids why they decided to do these things. Don't just disown them and and try and scare them and hope that they go according to your beat because you feel like that's going to work for you. Try that. Try a different approach. And that's how we're going to break these generational curses. 
Even when it comes to giving your kids allowances, giving your kids money, um, talking out loud about your struggles to your child. Don't lay a foundation of letting kids think that certain things are acceptable or okay. For an example, I have family members that have basically taught their children how to live off the system. They train them up early. Hey, okay, go ahead and get on food stamps. Hey, go ahead and apply for um, TANF. Hey, go ahead and you can live in the projects. All you got to do is this application. Instead of saying, hey, this is something that I had to do because I made poor decisions in my life. I want a better life for you. So don't take the route I took. You're going to do it this way. And I'm going to show you how because I've learned better. So, guys, this has been another episode of Rebel Talk. I appreciate you for tuning in. It's real. It's raw. It's Rebel Talk. Catch you next time.